Hey there, and welcome back to the McNaughton McKay podcast. Today is episode 24, and I'm joined by Jim Birdie. He's a safety and sensor specialist for McNaughton McKay up in Columbus, Ohio. Jim, how's it going? Hey, Austin. Doing great, man. Awesome. Well, today, Jim is going to help us solve the question of what is SIP safety? So we'll just jump straight into it. Jim, could you give us an overview of what SIP safety is? Sure. So let's first talk about the SIP portion of SIP safety. SIP is an acronym spelled CIP, and it stands for Common Industrial Protocol. Ethernet IP is an example of SIP. So think about all the applications built on Ethernet IP. Consider a logics controller communicating over Ethernet IP with a point IO rack. This is a SIP connection. Now consider a guard logics controller connected to the same point IO rack, except this time there's a point guard IO safety module in that rack. The same SIP connection used for the standard IO is a SIP safety connection for the point guard IO module. Of course, it's not the connection that makes it SIP safety, but the communications over the connection. The point here is that the standard Ethernet IP media is utilized for SIP safety. It adds safety data to the common industrial protocol while adhering to the three Ds of machine safety, duality, diagnostics, and diversity. Okay, so really all it is is a different protocol that we can overlay uh, essentially over now our Ethernet IP network. Why is this such a big deal? So customers are pivoting towards the use of safety PLCs, and more and more safety components are SIP safety capable, and uh, you know a ton of benefits realized using SIP safety, uh, including increased flexibility, advanced diagnostics, and reduction of wiring and safety circuits. So I'm assuming at this point, uh, the traditional use would be probably of safety relays, but with systems becoming more and more complex, uh, you know, those safety relays, you keep piling up next to each other and they actually take up quite a bit of panel space. So uh, you mentioned that there are more components that are uh, becoming capable of SIP safety. Could you give us an overview of some of those uh, from the Rockwell side? Yeah, so uh, we have a SIP safety MAB. Now, that's a combination interlocking module with guard locking. And, uh, you know, they use that at entry points for full body access in the automation cells. Rockwell also has a SIP safety encoder and several SIP safety drives. And one of the popular features there being the uh, safe torque off. Recently added are the new SIP safety light curtains, and just around the corner in a month or so, uh, we have a SIP safety laser scanner. Perfect. So it seems like the course of Rockwell products that we're following more recently is continuing to add diagnostics, whether it's from IO link or uh, guard link on the safety side, which is another option. Um, now we have uh, discussion around SIP safety. So we're able to get more and more information, essentially other than just has the circuit been broken. Um, do you have any applications that you could walk us through uh, that include SIP safety? Sure, we put together a SIP safety demo featuring the recently released 450L SIP safety light curtains. Now at the heart of the application is a compact 
GuardLogix controller, and it's connected to an HMI, a Stratic switch, an Armor Block Guard I.O. module, and the new ENET R module for the 450L light curtain. Connected to the SIP safety armor block are an e-stop, a safety interlock, and a reset button. The ports of the safety armor block were configured in Studio 5000 to match the attached devices. And one of the ports was configured as a safety output, driving redundant safety control relays. Now, this is a typical setup for a safety PLC application, but what's new is the 450L ENET R block and the SIP safety plug-in module for the 450L optical stick. So you alluded to this earlier, but essentially what it sounds like is you're getting a reduction in wiring and you're able to utilize uh, some of the network that you might have already had out there as, say, a backbone. Um, and with that, you're essentially able to get maybe some more diagnostic info and utilize Studio 5000. I know otherwise with these, uh, these light curtains, you typically have to configure them in Connected Components Workbench, which is a great configuration tool, but I know that Studio 5000 has so much more to it. So at this point, basically, we're plugged in to the network and we're talking straight to the PLC uh, over the SIP safety, right? Yes, um, and the, the light curtain, so here's the key to it. The light curtain has its own IP address and it is configured in Studio 5000. And not only does it communicate the light curtain status, but it also sends data like beam intensity back to the PLC. Uh, as far as beam intensity, there are four levels uh, as part of the as part of this SIP safety configuration. And in our application, each beam's intensity is graphically displayed on an HMI. Optimizing the intensity increases the light curtain's operating margin and enhances performance. Maintenance, for example, can monitor beam intensity and address low margin beams before nuisance trips occur. So I feel like I keep going back to sensor applications, but to me, that's kind of the same speak as what, again, we would use with IO link is now that we have uh, some of this diagnostic data with the sensors, typically that margin intensity uh, is something that we like to monitor because it seems like essentially we could use that to do some preventative maintenance instead of, you know, waiting till something fails, even though it may have, may have just been a dirty face of the sensor. Is there anything else with the uh, the configuration or the beam intensity that you'd like to uh, touch on? Yeah. So um, to demonstrate the usefulness of the intensity data, um, what I'll do is align the light curtains without looking at the HMI. And once I think I have it aligned correctly, I'll take a peek at the graphical representation of the beam intensity on the HMI. And what I find in general is that even though the light curtains are working and aligned, um, if I look at the beam intensity data, it's not optimal all the time. And so with just a minor physical tweak of the curtain, I can really pull that in, increase the beam intensity, and uh, you know improve the operating margin. Yeah, if you've ever tried to align light curtains, if you're not Jim, uh, sometimes it can be a little bit tricky and just the little indicator lights that are on board of the light curtains, 
aren't necessarily always giving you, say, as much information as he's getting back to the PLC in this case. So that's that's very interesting that not only can it help you with preventative maintenance, but it can help you with the alignment procedure as well. With the safety curtains, are there anything uh, else that you would like to dive into in terms of functionality? Yes. Um, blinking and muting can now be configured in Studio 5000. As an example, if a customer has multiple tool blanking requirements, up to four blanking profiles can be stored in the PLC and downloaded to the light curtain based on a HMI selection or a selector switch. Cool. So now we're using it again to kind of close the loop and taking the information that we have, not just the on off, but able to feed back some information even to the light curtain. So we're getting uh, short on time here. If you had to kind of sum it up into one takeaway, uh, what would it be? Uh, so the bottom line here is that if you're using a GuardLogic's PLC, it might make sense to consider adding in SIP safety components. Consider the new SIP safety light curtain that we just talked about. So with SIP safety over Ethernet IP capability, the light curtain is no longer a standard on-off safety presence sensor. It's a smart safety device, and it allows for the exchange of safety and diagnostic information, as well as configuration parameters over Ethernet IP. It's very powerful. Perfect. Well, as we make our way into Industry 4.0, that does seem to be the plant floor of the future, not just on and off of machines, but being able to address the health of your network or your devices and use that information uh, in a preventative manner rather than a reactionary manner. So if you have any other questions about SIP safety or the 450L light curtain, please feel free to contact your local McNaughton McKay account manager. Or you can email us at podcast at mc-mc.com. Jim, thanks so much for the time. Great talking with you, Austin. 